Hi, I'm Ingo from Roast Rebels and today I have an important video for you because we're talking about heat transfer, convection, conduction, radiation and why this is important when you choose your roast system. So in general, not only in roasting, heat is being transferred in, th in three ways. One is conduction, so this is actually the contact. So for example, if you're um, putting your hand on something hot, then you're burning your hand. This is conductive heat transfer. The other is convection, which is actually then a um, heat transfer by a fluid, which can be water, but also air. In roasting it's of course air, you don't roast with water, so in roasting you have quite an amount of heat transfer by convection. And the other one is radiation, which then is uh, like yeah, the radiation of heat, for example the sun. Um, when we're getting hot by the sun, then uh, radiation is influencing us. So before I go into the different roast systems and decisions that you have to take, I go a little bit deeper into how um, heat is transferred in roasting and what are the advantages and disadvantages of these three kinds of, of heat transfer. So um, conduction in roasting is mainly done uh, by the drum, by the heat of the drum that you have, um, but also by the heat of the different beans. So you have a heat transfer of one bean to the other within the roast system. And this is mainly relevant after the first crack because then the beans are getting exothermic, so they're releasing heat. And um, with that, they're affecting the neighboring um, beans and are heating up the other beans as well. And then the drum, of course, this is the one that you're influencing during the roast. So with the preheat temperature, but also with the heat that you give during the roast, you usually directly influence the heat of the drum. Convection in roasting is mainly done by the airflow. So in all roast system, you usually have an airflow going through the roast chamber. And the other one is actually then um, the, the, the air movement that is naturally being done in the roast chamber due to the temperature differences. So when air get, is getting hot, then it's going to the top. Um, and that's continuously um, happening within the roast chamber. But the main influence is really then the airflow that you're giving into your roast chamber. And radiation, this is for example the heat elements, which can be electric or a heat element that's, that's being heated by gas, which is radiating. But usually this radiation is absorbed by the drum and um, you're not directly radiating to the beans, but you're heating up the roast chamber by this radiation, which then means that Within the roast process, we're talking about conduction again. Conduction or the conductive heat transfer has a big advantage that it's just very simple, very easy and also very cheap to be done. So all the old roasters, they were mainly working with conduction. Um, also, when you, you ever see an old home roasting machine, home roasting it's not really a machine it was more like a pan that you put on the fire and you had a knob to turn it there the heat was mainly transferred by conduction also when you go for example to Ethiopia and you see these coffee ceremonies then um, you have these hot pots where the coffee is inside and 
the heat is transferred by conduction. So it's really cheap to be done. But it has quite a disadvantage and this is the risk of burning. Because of these heat hot plates that is getting in touch with the bean and usually just with a small part of bean, you have a large amount of heat that is being um, in touch with a small with a small area of the bean. So you get a high risk of burning and get burnt taste, burnt flavors in the in the coffee. In worst case, you get scorching or even parts of the bean actually being split off. So sometimes you see coffee beans, roasted coffee beans that have little black round spots on it, whereas part of the coffee has been split off. This is a roast effect. On the other hand, we convection. Convection really um, efficiently and effectively and also evenly transfers the heat to the bean, but you have a risk if you're um, if you're roasting too hot that the temperature is putting pressure on the bean from all the sides and then the heat, the steam is being released to the weakest part of the bean, which are the two tips. So you get tipping then and you can see it by these black spots on the bean. This is tipping, which is a roast effect. That is also something that you don't want. And another thing like an advantage and disadvantage is you can really quickly influence the heat transfer within the drum. You can quickly make it hotter or less hot with convection. This is giving you a lot of control, but also the risk of doing mistakes. You can much faster make mistakes when you transfer heat by convection by, than by conduction, which is actually going slower because the drum has to take the heat and then release the heat to the beans again. Is one of these better or, or, or less good? Yes, actually, I would recommend you in doubt to ever go for convection or convective heat transfer. If you have two systems, one is fully conductive, one is fully convective, go for the convective heat transfer. Usually you have some, usually all the systems have kind of a mix in it. Even a classical drum roaster like a Probat or also the hot dog roasters that we're working with, they have about 70% of the heat transfer being done by convective heat transfer. So what are the decisions that you have to take as a roaster if you're deciding for your roast system? If you decide to become a professional roaster, then I really recommend you to deep dive into the heat transfer into the different system. You can find some information online in Scott Rouse books, but I would even recommend you to take some money in your hand and go to a consultant, which helps you really in finding out your roast philosophy and which system suits you best. Because in these professional systems and you're spending a lot of money for, for your roast system, um, it's not only the mix of convective, conductive heat transfer, but also the way the air is moving through the system, which is different from each system to, to the other. So a dittery, a lowering, a probat, they're all um, working differently. So don't, don't um, fall into love with the brand or with the design. Really have a look at the roast system, especially the way the heat is transferred and the air is moving through the roast chamber. And then when we're talking about sample roaster, I really recommend you to um, choose a sample roaster that is as close in the construction to your production roaster as possible. It doesn't really help you if you have a full convective um, sample roaster and develop roast profiles on it and then try to translate this to your production roaster because on one hand you cannot really repeat the profile 
because you just have a different kind of heat transfer in the other system and even more it's hard to find really the profile accordingly in the other system because you're lacking some information. So you get much more information for your production system if you choose a sample roaster which is in construction and the mix of the heat transfer and the way heat is being transferred as similar to the other system as possible. So for example, if you're working with a drum roaster, then take a small drum roaster as a sample roaster. If you have a roasting machine that is fully convective, look that you take a convective sample roaster um, so that you have as much information possible to develop profiles for your production roaster. And if you're a home roaster and you decide you want to buy a, a roast equipment for you, really look that you find a roaster that has convective heat transfer, that maybe even have a, an adaptive heat transfer so that you can play with the mix of convective, conductive heat transfer, but avoid roasters that are only working with convective heat transfer. Also, if you say, no, I don't want to spend a lot of money, I want to have a cheap, simple system, you find online, you find sometimes roast, home roasting machines that are very cheap, but take care, most of them are really working with conductive heat transfer. And this is just not really helping you when you want to develop a roast, when you want to roast nice coffees. Or even if you say, I want to work with the things that I have at home, I want to work on a low budget. I really don't recommend you to roast in a pan. It's maybe fun, you can try it once or twice to find out what's happening there. But it's just only conductive heat transfer, you're burning the beans. If you want to save money, roast with a very cheap system, then what's usually recommended and what I would recommend you as well is a popcorn roaster. So there are these hot air popcorn roasting machines. Maybe you have this at home, maybe you can buy it very cheaply, used or, or even new. And these popcorn machines, they're actually quite effective and they're working quite well as a cheap, um, as a cheap home roasting device. Only the one thing you have to really take care of is um, they usually don't have a chuff collector, so go into a room or maybe go outside where it doesn't really matter if there is some chuff lying around with this popcorn system because you will have these chuffs everywhere. So go outside with them, maybe in the garden, and then the chuffs that are flying out of the rows that are becoming compost, and this is even very nice for your garden. And one thing you must not forget is the cooling of the beans. So usually if you buy a professional roaster, they have a good cooling system. And it's really important, I talked about it in other videos as well, that the beans are being cooled within four minutes or maximum five minutes to room temperature. And if you are building an own cooling system, then I also recommend you to take one that is cooling mostly with convective. So I don't really recommend you to take ice cold um, plates. So some people are taking, for example, baking plates, are putting them to the freezer and then cooling the beans there. But there you also have um, the heat transferred in a conductive way. You have the risk of burning the beans at some parts. I really recommend you also to work with an airflow. So what's very nice for cooling is just to take a sieve take a vent and then, um, then soak the air through, this, through, through the coffee and through the sieve and cooling it very quickly with that. 
So I hope this video was helpful for you. If you want to learn more about roasting, have a look at the other videos in our channel as well. Then follow our channel because we are releasing more videos soon on roasting, roasting machines, green coffee beans. And if you have any more questions, I always look forward to hearing from you. You find my contact on roasttravels.com.